you know those like quotes that you, you sometimes read that try to be smart but really they don't say shit like i saw one the other day was like water like if you heat water the pressure will make an egg hard but will also make a potato soft so it's like the way that you use pressure or stress in life can either break you or make you and it's like like i get how the analogy is cute but we're not fucking eggs or potatoes <laughs> have you seen those like little things like that, that try to like use an analogy to explain how life is you know like like even a rock after many years of water will crack it's you know it's like it's not the strength but the consistency and it's like bro we're not a fucking rock and I don't know. I think sometimes those quotes that try to oversimplify shit annoy me. Are you okay? I don't know. I'm 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 going through an episode. Um, my therapist says, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, I don't want to bash like uh, you know mental health and like being health, but like one of the gayest shits I could hear is like, my therapist said that I, I should actually start venting these things more. It's like yo. Aaron, shut the fuck up, bro. And don't come again to this poker night. I mean, I think that's why we have this, right? Where we're not paying an, a crazy amount of money to see someone that we don't know. And then yet we can talk our feelings out. Like that alone, so, you said that that's pretty gay. Damn. <laughs> damn. Damn, dog. It's like, like Chef Maurice is finally opening up, like, like thinking about like the, thing, the trauma in his life. And I'm just like, hey, bro. Shut the fuck up. No, but it, it, I just think it's funny. I, okay. Quick thing. It's not even one of the topics for today. But just quick thing. If you are seeing like, like, a, like a shrink, right? They say, they say that's not a good word to use. Like, because it stigmatizes the thing. But let's say you look, you know, you're talking to somebody. It's a little bit egotistical to like talk about it to everybody. Like, oh yeah, like I see his therapist. He tells me that I am fucking cool. Like, no, like shut the fuck up. You keep that to yourself. It's almost like a little bit. It could be even embarrassing. Like if if you know, if you have common sense, you kind of feel a little bit ashamed of it. And I'm not saying you should. I'm saying there's no no shame in it. But you should feel a little bit like mm, maybe I shouldn't be like singing that I'm going to a therapist. Maybe I should just keep it to myself and do the work. Have you done the work? Have you done the work? Have you done the work? You put the work in, you haven't done the work? It's uh, usually when you vent it out like that, you have what? Purple hair, couple couple mushroom tattoos. I don't you know. see, like that's the line I wouldn't cross, what you just said. <laughs> I mean, truth hurts, right? Yeah? A lot of the times the issue people have is their dad their daddy didn't love them enough. Mm. Did you did you or feel like that's part of your trauma? <laughs> Or daddy touch you too much? Like, no. I think my trauma comes from my daddy. He never touched me enough. You know what I mean? And, and like, and, and it shows. Like, now I can, I feel where I, there was some lackage. Not leakage. Mm -hmm. I wish there was leakage. <laughs> There's some lackage. There's some <laughs> lack of things that I don't have because I wasn't touched enough of my father. Mm -hmm. And now I don't have... I don't have it in me to tell him that he, he there's still there's still time. You know what I mean? I mean, enjoy it while you can because someday he'll pass and then he won't be able to touch you enough. And I want him to know that I appreciate. 
that I really appreciated all the times he did touch me and that I that I would welcome more of that bonding. I'm, I'm touching like I'm talking about the sentimental stuff, you know. It's okay, bro. Come, come here. Give me a hug. It's come just, here. Sometimes it's just it's hard, you know. So I think a lot of the times people have issues and mental things because either their daddies didn't touch them enough, mm-hmm. which is fucked. <laughs> it's fucked. Nobody should go through that. Or their mommies didn't pay enough attention to them, which happens too. Normally they're bullies because they, their mom never showed them love. So <laughs> which one are you? <clears throat> so what's the first topic? <laughs> Okay, so I'm afraid, man. I don't want to say something, you know. And I'm just fucking with you. Ah, uh, <sighs> yeah, that was uh, that was hard. Um, okay, so one thing I wanted to to speak about, okay, which is, have you seen this robot deliveries, which is a little box? I think in California, which is to me is crazy. I've already seen videos of homeless people attacking the little robots, which is bound to happen. I mean. You have an uncontrolled amount of people living in the streets and then you send a little robot with the food. How do you feel about that? I kind of don't want a robot to bring me the food. I want mm. my, the classic undocumented immigrant in a very shady electric slash bike that he made himself in a little garage. That's the only person I can really trust with that. I don't want a fucking robot. I mean, why not? Nobody's going to tamper with your food. Nobody's going to do shit to that. Except the homeless guy that shit on top of it. Well, but I... Yeah, you're right. I mean, I think there's some of them that have some secure thing that you need to put a password on it to open it. Okay, is there a secure password that protects a homeless guy from kicking it? (laughs) <laughs> no, probably not. Yeah. I mean, ideally, in a very ideal world, homeless wouldn't be doing this shit, you know? Right. They'll see the robot, let it go. I mean, ideally, the robot explodes if it, like, even <laughs> senses there's a homeless nearby. Like, if the robot senses there's more than one homeless, it, it explodes immediately. You know, two for one. Mm-hmm. Mm. Maybe it's like a one, a one trip rope, like <laughs> yeah, one delivery pff, explodes. That's it. On. You have Amazon's have... gonna love that idea. <laughs> I mean, because you do two things: you do the delivery, but you're also helping society. Well, the good thing is that you don't have to live a tip, no tip, no tipping. So, do you, do you usually tip the Uber drivers? I don't know what you. Where you have in, in in that country that you live yeah, in? Yeah, I but... tip. I tip through the app. There, there was a video that came out yesterday, actually, of a guy doing delivery. Like I think it was a DoorDash delivery. He left the food in the door, and then he was looking at the phone to see how much money he had gotten on tip. He saw that he got zero, and then he started spitting on the on the bags and the, and the food. Not the food, but you can see the video that he starts spitting like on the bag. And then he says something like, not even one dollar. And then he walks away. Apparently in the state of Florida where this happened, you can get arrested and trial by 
because you're tampering with uh, people's food. I don't know if that's true. I would have to look into it because um, I don't do my homework before I come in and tell you about this. I think the guy should be executed. I, I think this should not be tolerated. If you yeah. like, I used to be a delivery driver back when I was hooked on meth <laughs> and and you take it for what it is. You, there's going to be some pieces of shit that don't leave you tip. There's going to be some pieces of shit that tell you keep the change and the change is seven cents. But you never break character. You never go full retard. I just saw <laughs> the, the movie uh, Tropic Thunder recently. Mm. Revisiting, so, huh? Yeah, revisiting the classics. And yeah, I think that's fucked. And now one thing, I mean, I don't, I don't want to get into this. We'll talk about the tipping system. The thing with the U.S., from what I hear, delivery is just crazy. I mean, there's so many fees that at the end, like even leaving the tip is just an extra thing. And it, to me, it's killing, the, it's killing that business. Like the delivery business is being killed by these apps because it's just, it's just too expensive. Yeah, I don't tip. <laughs> oh, that's for real? No, I do tip, but sometimes I don't because I I do tip. I, let, let's make that clear. No, but I, sometimes, I, it's not being clear. No, no, let's be clear that I do tip because I do work in this. Anyways, um, I do tip, but sometimes, like you said, the, the, the amount of money is so outrageous that, you know, two hamburgers and a fries is like $70 plus a tip. You're almost at a hundred dollars for like a couple of burgers and a, and fries and maybe a milkshake. And, and yeah, yeah, it's insane. That, that's outrageous. But so, you know, and what happens if they don't have to go that far? Do you, do you think about that when you do this, uh, delivering system? Because Before it used to be like, like the delivery driver was appreciative. Now the delivery driver doesn't give a fuck. It's, it's, they start it's more going expected around. than appreciated. Yeah. Like they expect the tip every single time and, and for that amount to be higher, you know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we talked about this. I mean, the tipping without even service, like you just giving me the Starbucks order or whatever and I have to tip you there. It's all, to me, it's just, it's, it's all too much. Um, but I think it's killing the business <clears throat> and I think it's hurting it. Let's see where it goes. Hopefully that's, um, that's fixed. But another thing that's also... Uh, so annoying to me is whenever you see people <clears throat> create Instagrams for their kids or their like dogs or babies. They're it, fucking stupid. Well, I wouldn't, you know, there's people that listen no, no, to no, us. No. Like, no, 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 it's fucking stupid. I mean, there's people that listen, you know, <laughs> my, you know they're like, they're like, hey, <laughs> I, I kind of do it because it's, and you know, like respect to everyone, but. Nope, not for those. Two things. You might want to watch Sound of Freedom. I mean, I, I, I'm starting in a dark place, but, <laughs> but you don't want to give everyone access to your kid or whatever the hell, because that's just not cool. Okay. Like be weary of it. Don't be this attention horse that just always need to have people. I am like, look at me. I'm a kid. Oh my God, look how he's cute. Like chill with that. Like I take those pictures for you, share it with you to your partner, whatever. Yeah, putting your kid out there, basically without their consent, it's uh, it's weird. 
Now, don't get me wrong. You can allow them to do sex rearrangement, rearranging surgery and have their genitals removed and take all these hormones to become the sex that they were meant to be. I'm, I'm cool with that. But don't be opening Instagrams and shit without their consent. That's what I'm saying. Hmm. I, uh, yeah, I, I think those people are f fucking stupid. I mean, why would I don't I don't want to see a dog's Instagram like there's no place for that shit. There used to be a, um, a baby like somebody made like their baby's Twitter back when Twitter existed. And it was like it was dumb. I think it was like a funny thing instead of actually a family doing it. And it was a guy like writing like Goo Goo Tata and doing some dumb shit, which it's funny. But once you do Instagram and then starts posting videos and pictures of a baby, I, th I think it's too much. It's too much. I, I, it's dumb. If you post stories with your kids Instagram that you created saying things like today at six, I'll be at this park. I'll be very easy, <laughs> easy to ran ransom. Hit me up on the DM. You might be retarded. What, what about the dogs? So stupid as fuck too. I mean, dogs don't talk. It's like, hi, can you follow <laughs> my dog's account? His name is Captain Kirk. What the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, he's a little <laughs> schnauzer, and we put this little uniform on him, and we take pictures. He's so cute. Maybe you should take the extra amounts of Soloft so that, you know, you go meet your grandma. <laughs> now, you had, a, you had a dog. Did you ever think about doing something like this? The only thing I've thought with my dog is shooting him in the face with a shotgun. <laughs> No. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I would have never thought of that, creating a, a profile for this, my dog. And mainly because my dog was very anti-technology. My dogs right, like to stay right. off the grid. Right. He, he had done some things in the past, mm. and he didn't want people to know about him like that. He stayed in the, to him. He stayed in the down low until his death. He, he died of old age. He, he died of old age, by the way. Um, there's people that you and I know that have Instagrams for their dogs. And I really don't understand it. Like, I don't I see the point. I know some that have Instagram for their dogs and some of those pictures involve those dogs on top of a dog trolley. Mm. Right? Like, 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 you know, where you would put a baby car, like a baby <laughs> car, but for dogs. And when confronted, they claim that the dogs have spinal issues so they need this aid to like go to places, which to me at that stage, you kind of just grab the dog and throw it off the mountain. But I mean, that's neither here or there. Have you I'm seen those? To, I have not. I have not. But I'm trying to look for Instagrams that are... Bro, you have never... But have you heard of the dog trolleys? Like, have, no. What's a baby thing called? The, 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 baby, the baby cart? The stroller? The stroller, right? There's dog strollers. I, maybe I've seen that. Actually, maybe I've seen them. Okay. Yeah. Those are as expensive as a baby stroller. Or more. Or more. Like in Venezuela, if your dog needed a stroller to survive, he would be fed 
to the other dogs. <laughs> that was just, I mean, I'm not even trying to be mean. That's the type of shit they did that. And I didn't call, like, I came from like a good family, but they did that, you know? When we wanted to buy pork, we went to the woods <laughs> and some guy would touch me in weird ways. And then he would give us a pig. That's how my dad paid it. I don't know. It was weird. But they would kill that motherfucking pig right in front of us with a big ass stick. And sometimes they would miss the head and they would have to hit him <laughs> multiple times. Yeah, it was like a Saw movie. Did you want to play the game? And the game was, <laughs> you want to buy pork, motherfucker. And this so, pork might have, you know, mibiasis or some shit like <laughs> Ebola. Sorry, go on. No, I was just going to say, I found uh, a, a famous, a famous Instagram uh, page about a fucking dog that has 3.6 million followers. Okay. If you're one of those 3.6, you need to go hang out with the pigs. Okay. It's, uh, I mean, the 3.6 followers. And then, you know what's the dumbest shit? When they take a picture, it's like, oh, hanging out with mommy and daddy. I'm pretty much 100% for sure that mommy and daddy wrote that fucking post. Yeah. I'm very mad about this. Like, this is something that that makes me It's mad. cringy. It's cringy. Do you need, do you think some people got too comfortable with life? And they started doing this type of shit like Instagram for my dog. Let me buy him a stroller. You know what I mean? Like uh, it, life is getting, you know what? I, I feel like life is getting hard for hardworking people, but it's getting easier for fucking idiots. And I don't know what's like the balancing wheel that's going to make, take effect, you know? Mm. I guess like there's a bunch of like, like chicks that just look at the camera in a weird way. Like they're about to get calmed on. I'm sorry for the words. That's how the kids talk. And they make millions. And then Chef Maurice hasn't been hired yet and is one of the prodigies when it comes to culinary uh, orgasmic expression. So there's a disbalance in the world. And, and anyway, anyways, I don't know what, what, what's going on. So no Instagram for dogs or babies. Please, don't, don't do that Don't shit. do that. Hanging Those out with my brother and it's a fucking baby. No, he's not your fucking brother. Not your brother. He's a different species. He'll probably talk. You won't. And you, you will die when you hit like 10, 11, 12 years. And then the baby will probably grow up older. I have somebody at the door knocking. Really? Yeah, it's not, it's not the dog, but it, it's a brother of the dog. <laughs> Is your son? Yeah. That's cute, though. That's cute. You know, like somebody that depends on you. Yeah, yeah. And he doesn't need an Instagram to live. Right. He doesn't need the followers yet. I always said that when they hit a certain age, like when babies hit a certain age, they need to start bringing in money. And I think his age is starting to come up. So. Well, it, it is true with inflation. Our kids are going to start. They're going to have to start working earlier, like like the Great Depression era times. You know what I mean? Like you're 11, you're working. Go to the factory, motherfucker. You go to the coal mines, you motherfucker. What do you think this is free? Hell no. It ain't free. You got to mm. pay for it. So 
Anyways, one thing I was noticing in Spain is that in certain regions, they're very peculiar about the language they speak there. As you know, in Spain, there's different languages, not only Spanish, but different languages, and then different dialects of those languages. But as there's so many touristic places that are filled with like Germans, British, Dutch, even Americans, sometimes they feel out of place because now they're the minority. And the Spanish, they're a little territorial with that. Like they might do a little passive aggressiveness of like, sorry, you're here, we speak Spanish here. And I wanted to ask, how do you feel about that? Because in Venezuela, if you're from a, a, an outside place, we're so welcoming that we're gonna, we're gonna try to amend shit to accommodate you. Because it's like, oh, we kind of want you to feel at home type shit. Like that's a very Latin American thing. But here in Europe, you know, I mean, you hear from the French, you know, like you go there and you start speaking in English and they're like, it's like, all right, man, I'll get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so what do you think about that dynamic? Do you, do you feel like there is some reason to like feel ownership where it's like, hey, you're here, you speak my language, you chill, God damn it, it's motherfucking American. Or you think it's, it's a little bit of also accept, like accepting the things from the outside and, and giving a little bit more leniency to people, uh, especially if they're bringing in money as tourists. I don't know. I don't know. When, when, when I went to France, they looked at me weird when I spoke in English. But when I spoke in Spanish, I was one of the boys. So well, they, they liked it more? They, well, they were better at, or they were okay. They were more recipient at, to it than this motherfucker who was speaking English and not even trying. I mean, I feel like you do have to try, but you also don't want to like make fun of them. It, just taking the French as an example. Um, I don't know how to speak French. I don't know how to read that shit. So when I went to a restaurant, you know, you would think that English would be the ideal communication language, but it wasn't. And then when I spoke Spanish, they were more recipient to it. They were like, okay, we can help you. We speak a little bit Spanish. So it's, it also brings it back to the U.S., you know, when you're speaking English in, or Spanish in Arkansas and then fucking Karen is like, we speak English in America. It's, it's fucked up. I mean... It, both of them are fucked up. So I think there's a difference between, okay, I come to move to this country, whatever it is, and now I'm learning the language and the culture and assimilating. And then there's another thing where like, I'm a tourist, I'm coming here to spend money here. I'm not a piece of shit tourist. I respect things like, don't be an asshole. If you can help me. Yeah, like, it's not an insult that I came here and I don't know your language. I came here because I want to know your culture. And, and, you know, yeah, some of it is mass tourism that is just about taking the picture and, you know, fucking the Italian hot guy. I've been there. But <laughs> some people do want to just sort of get drenched in the culture and, and learn more. Like, I think some countries are not appreciative of that. It's almost like they hate the tourist. And I do know, like, in some places it's justified because there's a lot of places that have a certain type of tourism, for example, in Spain, where it's just a lot of young kids doing cocaine, ketamine, and having unprotected sex, which, you know, we support as, you know, as the podcast really supports every way of thinking. But I could see how that could be problematic in some instances. Now, there is 
other tourism that's needed. You want people that are good tourists that are, that are going to get to know the place, that are going to spend money. And sometimes people don't realize if you don't have those tourists, you kind of don't have anything else, you know? Well, maybe that's why some some countries in, in Latin America do that. You know, when you go to a hotel in, I don't know, Bolivia, you might have one of those guys who's who speak English. So they make it more comfortable for you who are coming there and not speaking the language. You know, it's an easier way to communicate. And then, I don't know. I, I'm not saying this is like the across the board, but it almost seems like in the French situation, it's like, oh, you come here and I have to speak your language. That's insulting to me. While in Latin America, and you could say there's many reasons for that to be different, but in Latin America, it's more like, no, no. Let me accommodate for you so that I can take your money. It's like it's not like I'm trying to respect you, which you are, but it's also in my own benefit. It's, a, it's right. in my interest to communicate with you so that you spend your money here. Right. And and I almost feel like yeah, there's places where you're like, what you don't you don't want to catch the tourists. So the I thing is it. that the French are notorious for this. Like they're known around the world for being dickheads to tourists. But then there's other countries, let, let's say in Asia, who, again, they try to accommodate you and then they want to take your money. And, and I feel that that way is better than the douchebag who's like not trying to accommodate you and and making you your time there harder. I mean, I already hate the guy that's trying to sell me something on the, <laughs> on, on the good side of things, right? So obviously, I think it's much better to have that and to have a place that you're spending money, a lot of it, because a Paris is not cheap. And then people are speaking to you like, eh, yeah, yeah, you let a merda. <laughs> and again, we're, we're, we're generalizing also based on a lot of people's, like a lot of friends of mine's opinions when they go. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, I just, I just think it's funny that there's places that are more territorial about the language. And they use that a little bit to defend their grounds, like, and and I just found it funny. I don't th I don't think I feel one way or another. I think there's justification on both sides, but I just found it interesting because in Venezuela, is we we would never be like, oh, while you come here, you better speak our language. We would never say that because to us it's like, oh no, we want to welcome you and like, well, what do you speak? We'll learn it, <laughs> you know, type shit. Um, but yeah. Let's let's travel more. And let's, let's stop being douchebags. I think that, you know, you're going to someone's place, territory. You also want to be courteous and, and nice to them because that's not your place. You're, being, you're, not, you're going there. But yeah, I, I can see both points and I can see why some people think some people are worse than others. Now, the other side of it also is that, like, there are tourists that are pieces of shit. Yeah. Like, that don't have that respect, you know, when you go to another mm -hmm. place. And that is shameful because you should be respectful when you're outside of your house, you know. But it, it is true that that is not always the case. There's a lot of entitled people, you know. People who are, oh, I'm American. I deserve this. And, and that's not always how it works. So people need to be, I mean, what you just mentioned, it has to do a lot with traveling helps with that, but, but not just going to touristy places, 
like actually getting to know people in different places because that does open your mind. And one thing, you know, that I heard the other day, is a crazy stat that was like 60% of Americans don't have a passport. So like only 40% have a passport, which I thought it was insane. So that means only 40% are eligible to leave the country and travel. And out of those, you know, how many have actually left? I mean, you do have a justification. The U.S. is kind of like its own continent. There's so many places to go within the U.S. But yeah, if you've never been outside of it, you are going to have a very skewed vision of reality and not a true depiction of like how people are and how the world sees everyone. Well, that's that's a very American thing, American problem. That thing that, you know, the U.S. is the world. And then every anywhere they go, it's like, I'm from the U.S. I deserve the best. And, and again, it's not how it works. People... Also, people are weird. People are weird as fuck. And entitled, not fun. You you want to go to, you know, Serbia and do cocaine and play some tennis with Djokovic. He's super down. To play tennis? Or? Yeah, because they do that little drink mix that he gets. <laughs> that's, that's mixed with Serbian cocaine. Mm-hmm. I've never done drugs, but I hear that Serbian cocaine mm. is mixed with like, um, what's this called? Like uh, fire powder. Like, you know what I mean? Like this, this black gunpowder. Gunpowder. You see, I'm learning. La- I'm learning the language as I go. <laughs> they mix the cocaine with gunpowder, like in a mm. movie, God of War, or what's it called? Uh, Lord of War with Nicolas Cage and Jerry Leto. Handsome. Handsome. One of the few Nicolas Cage movies that's good. Lord of War. (laughs) Anyways, yeah, serving cocaine. Yeah, I mean, people just need to, like, leave and and get to know other places and be kind, have a little bit more love. What what would you say is, like, a good recommendation to be more loving on a day-to-day? Suck somebody's dick. Okay. Right, like, share the love. Like, give... Before you give the love, like give the love before you ask for love. Right. I think that's a beautiful thing to say. Okay. (laughs) No, I think that's great because I think what you meant to say there was like metaphorically suck somebody's dick. Right. Right. Not, I mean, maybe literally that could happen too. And that's also loving, but really the main message is metaphorically suck somebody's Mm. dick. Right. Like, I mean, if you're, if you're a Spanish, you know, you're working in the street and then you, ha- you have somebody from another country. It's like straight up going to your dick and start sucking it in the middle of, I don't know, Plaza Gran, Sol Gran Via, yeah. Right. Uh, would you be mad? No, you'd be like, I love people from this country that they're from. Right. Perfect. Where are you from? Maybe, I'm from Bernard, Florida. <laughs> Maybe they'll swallow too. Yeah, that's you know, the whole deal. And that's just not a normal. Day. That's a sweaty dick that's been working the whole summer day. <laughs> one hundred and fifteen degrees outside. And, and, like, and there is an extra fuck. amount of credit for somebody that sucks that dick. Because mm. that, 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 that's a moist dick and not in a good sense. That's a dick that's being seasoned. You get country points for that. Instead of brownie points, you get you know Spanish points. Yeah. Straight up, the you rewards, get, a, you, you get the rewards a, program. Asian points in the in, in the. <laughs> you know, those are the best yeah, points, yeah. right? 
They're a little bit slanted, the points. It's more like an oval. But, uh, but anyways. Uh, no, it's been grand. It's been grand. If somebody wants to cancel us, you can watch this whole episode. I'm, I work at Taco Bell anyway, so there's very little <laughs> that I can go down in the, you know, what's it called? It? The food chain. I'm this close to selling Herbalife. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yo, shout out to all the people that got fucked by a pyramid skin. Not me, mm. but, you know, shout out to them. You know that I was, uh, I was uh, a long time ago, before my kitchen days, I was very close to joining one of this Herbalife pyramid really? schemes. Oh, shit. You were about to I, be on it. I was given some powder, not cocaine, but Herbalife that, powder. Once that powder gets you. And... This person that gave it to me is like, oh, so if you start selling it, you can make a lot of money. And at that time, I was like, you were like, in the really? <laughs> Straight up? I was, like, I was at crossroads in my life. Uh, so I'm like, damn, this sounds easy enough where I can sell this shit to my friends. They'll buy it. They'll lose some weight. And, uh, you know. So what ended up happening? You decided not to, and then your I'm friend. Like, this ended. is too, this is too much work, and I don't want to go to my friends and say like buy this shit. And your friend ended up keeping a bunch of of the product. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a new one called like Mary Kay, where they sell I don't know what it is like creams and shit. Uh, but anyways, yeah. Shout out to those people. If you've been hacked recently, if you lost a lot of money on on cryptocurrency. Shout out to you. <laughs> you know, like, don't, life is not over. You can learn from your mistakes and you can move forward. Okay? Any job is to be, you know, proud of. Even Herbalife. Even, I mean, no, that, that's not a job. That's straight up a scam. But I mean, any other thing. Like, even. But, I mean, I, I don't know. Is, is that. Still working, like the company still exists and people still sell be, shit? Yeah, I mean, I think they still do it. I don't know how. I think one of my aunts still drinks it to this day. So, <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. There was there was a period where uh, Cristiano Ronaldo and Messi were like the face of Herbalife. Yeah, it's insane. It's insane what they've done. And I don't even know exists. how they do it. It still it exists. It says, uh, shop now. <laughs> I think they were able to prove somehow that because they were sued and shit and they needed to prove that at least 70% of the sales were to end consumers because the whole problem with these things is that you never end up selling it to somebody that wants a thing to consume it. You just sell it to people that are buying into the dream of selling it to other people and then selling it to other people. So they were able to prove that there was a percentage, a large percentage of people that actually ended up buying it like for for keeps you know like to drink it but i don't know Did how you ever try it i've tried it uh, in the past yeah i mean uh, to be honest with you like these days today like i drink protein shakes sometimes and i think that's fine because you, if you if you're using it towards your diet in a way and the way you eat but yeah this whole thing about magical shakes is yeah it's uh, and I took the whole shebang. Like I take the, I did the powders and I did the pills. Oh, you were a consumer of it. Well, not. I didn't pay for it. Like I said, somebody gave this to me, and it was a big amount. 
And yeah, I, I, I mean, did I lose weight? Probably not because look at me. I mean, you're looking sexy as fuck. Thank you. What happened to the song? No song today? No song today, but you have to earn it and you are earning okay. it. Okay. Uh, Thank you. No, but you know, the thing with Herbalife Life is like if you're drinking two out of your three meals only liquid, yeah, you're going to lose weight. So, I mean, that's, that's pretty much it. If you're still using Herbalife Life today, you know, we. Leave us a comment. Leave us a comment. <laughs> Uh, if if you like actually want to go in the show and sell it, like we'll like let you promote it, and we'll talk about it. But we need to get something out of this. No, yeah, I mean you're gonna have to answer some questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, but no, but we'll let you promote it per se. I mean, technically speaking, maybe not promote Herbalife, but promote you selling it to. Yeah, well, no, no, we'll, we'll, we'll help you promote you, what you do, your grind. Right, right, right. I mean, Herbalife is a multi-million dollar yeah, I mean, they're company. Good. So Cristiano Ronaldo, they're good. Yeah, right. Georgina, yeah, they're, all, they're all eating from it. No, but we're talking about like, if you have your own experience where you're like, hey, Kiko, you're talking the mad shit. I'm actually a successful Herbalife. And we're talking about the legal Herbalife, right? <laughs> Cause I mean the illegal yerba life. That's a that's a good, that's I mean, the one I want. <laughs> if you're into that, we can also speak. Yeah, for educational purposes, like on the podcast, not because I wanted to know any information on the prices or anything like that. Uh, but yeah, let but us if you know. have good prices, let us know. Also, for, yeah, because we'll include that in the report that we're gonna do as part of the investigation data. And let well, us know if you if you ship to San Francisco. <laughs> Just looking at uh, at the Herbalife uh, Instagram, Cristiano Ronaldo was just featured about a week ago, so he's still part of this uh, movement. Do you think he? I mean, he's not actively selling it door to door, but he's definitely getting some money out of this. Other than you know, the the, the you know how you could really one. sell it. The top seller of Herbalife each month gets to suck Cristiano Ronaldo's dick. I'm going to start selling that shit then. And on the side of Cristiano Ronaldo, he's like, look, I want 10 million a year. And every month I get my dick sucked by someone different. So like it, it plays for both ways. And Georgina knows this and she's cool with it because she understands it's a business deal. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to do. <laughs> Nothing to do with like a sexual well, thing. It's more like a power can... dynamic. You can also tie it to the uh, to the uh, people traveling. You know, Cristiano Ronaldo is is just walking in Saudi Arabia, and then somebody's just sucking his dick. Right. So he and can get other than money, he can get you know pleasure from this. Right. I mean, to him, it's not a sexual pleasure because he's very true to Georgina. It's more of a power dynamic. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, you come here, you suck my dick. Every characterization of another person that speaks with an accent is going to be of a Russian person because that's the only one I can do. So Cristiano Ronaldo is like, hey, yes, you like my dick. I come from Madeira. You suck dick very well. It's going to be hard for you because I'm not even hard. You don't make me hard. And you know how it is to try to get a non-hard dick to ejaculate. It's a difficult uh, affair. So with Cristiano, you have to, you have to really work it. And you gotta keep in mind, this guy has gotten blowjobs, blowjobs from exquisite 
specimens. Mm-hmm. So, men and women. I mean, everything. Androids. Motherfuckers that, you know those motherfuckers that aren't even clear who they are? <laughs> you know, blue hair, I, blue I, armpits. I was going to say, pur- <laughs> purple hair. Yeah. 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 They're like, I'm on, the, the- I'm on the pill. Whatever. Like, I'm taking shit. <laughs> like, I'm on the pill, bro. You got balls. I'm on the pill. So, whatever. So, you got to work it with Cristiano. He's not going to just be content with any BJ. Right. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm just saying there's different things that you could do to make Herbalife more successful. Can you do the same incentive with Messi's dick? Maybe not. Although there are people that have this weird fetish where they're like, I would like to blow an autistic kid. <laughs> Because there, there is a thing, I don't know what, what, you see, you see the, there is a thing there about like, damn, could, could that maybe like spark a thing and, and change things, you know? <laughs> People have different fetishes, you know? Okay. Maybe, I mean, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. No, that's, uh, that's enough. That, that, that's no, enough. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it because... No, that's enough. We, I think we've yeah. reached the point of enoughness <laughs> in the podcast for today. Um, there is a red connection. Madrid, San Francisco. TikTok everywhere. Spotify. Leave comments there. It really helps. Comments, even ratings on iTunes. All of that. It really helps. You can hear us anywhere you anywhere you want. Pirate Bay. You can download it illegally, but it's going to be even more difficult than if you just go to the Spotify, the iTunes... Kiko, I don't pay for any of that. You can still you can go to the artist. You can be sucking Cristiano Ronaldo's stick and listen to us. It's actually preferable because Cristiano gets a little hard from our podcast, so it will help you get him to ejaculate faster. <laughs> Thank right? you, Chris. All right, Christy, 